What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. Nick Rose is the founder and CEO of Eternity. In this conversation, we talk about intellectual property, NFTs, sports, music, celebrities, and also what it would cost to actually go play in an NBA playoff game. I really enjoyed this conversation with Nick, and I hope you do as well. Before we get into this episode, though, let's hear a word from our sponsors. First up is Crypto.com. They're helping to mainstream the crypto industry, signing major global partnerships with multiple sports, including Serie A, the Italian Football League, the UFC, and my personal favorite, Formula One. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com offers an easy way to buy and sell more than 100 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. New users enjoy 0% credit and debit card fees in their first 30 days as well. Crypto.com also pays some of the most competitive interest rates in the industry. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. They are Visa's biggest crypto card partner. My listeners across North America, Europe, and most of APAC can apply for the Slick Metal Card, offering up to 8% back on most purchases, and comes with amazing perks like 100% rebate on your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. Get $25 when you download the Crypto.com app today using code POMP. Again, $25 if you go download the Crypto.com app today using the code POMP. You can click on the link in the description, or you can go to the App Store and search Crypto.com and download it today. Go check it out and let me know what you think. Next up is CoinCloud. Did you know you can buy and sell crypto with cash? I want to introduce my friends at CoinCloud. They're more than just a Bitcoin ATM company. CoinCloud is the world's leading digital currency machine operator. They've been around since 2014 and have thousands of machines across the country. You can buy and sell Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Cardano, and over 30 other digital assets. No connecting bank accounts, no long waits. And if you have questions, you can speak to a live U.S.-based customer support rep 24-7. I've had a lot of Bitcoin ATM companies reach out, but CoinCloud is the only team I've found that does things right. They put together a special offer for listeners of the show. You can get $50 in free Bitcoin when you buy $200 or more at any CoinCloud machine and use the promo code POMP. Again, find your local ATM at coin.cloud slash POMP. Coin.cloud slash POMP and use promo code POMP. Last but not least are my friends at Eternity. You might have noticed just how many NFT projects are coming onto the market lately. The problem? It's becoming harder and harder to determine the true lifelong value of NFT collectibles. Meet Eternity, the world's first authenticated and licensed NFT platform trusted by over 150,000 members. On Eternity.io, you can buy digital NFTs and redeem real-world unlockable collectibles and experiences. At Eternity, our team believes in transparency and legitimacy. That's why they partner directly with the individual, the team, the brand, or the league, so you know what they buy is the real deal, with value that will stand the test of time. So visit Eternity.io to register for upcoming collections, buy and sell in the marketplace, and much more to come from the app to packs to virtual worlds and gaming. Go visit them at Eternity.io. Again, that's Eternity.io. All right, let's get in this episode. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Nick, what's going on, man? Hey, Pomp. What's up, buddy? How I'm are doing you? fantastic. Dude, the accent is on point. We are ready to go. We got to teach people some stuff. You ready? 
Perfect. Yes. Le- uh, feel free to use subtitles if if that helps. Nah, you, listen, <laughs> you you, uh, you get it, man. All right. Look, my brothers already love you. They're like, oh, this guy's a legend. <laughs> All right, here we go. First thing is you guys are doing a ton of stuff around intellectual property. When people think Correct. of intellectual property, there's two types. You can create new intellectual property or you can use existing intellectual property. Give me a list of the heavy hitters that you guys have partnered with on the intellectual property side, because this is a list that definitely comes from the legacy world. But as soon as you say it, people are like, oh, damn, that's big time stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the plan with Eternity was always to go after and, and do IP acquisition. I mean, we, we own a bunch of licenses and like, you know, the Leo Messi license, Muhammad Ali, Shaquille O'Neal, Tony Hawk, Fernando Tatis, the baseball player, the Bruce Lee estate. We just signed a few days ago the official first Diego Maradona license. So we'll be able to create now Diego Maradona NFTs and collectibles. So, you know, the, you know, we're, we're doing the official Mr. Beast NFTs, the Pelé NFTs. I don't know if you guys are familiar m- more into soccer, but we have over 300 licenses right now. Uh, we're aiming, aiming to have about 2000 by the end of 2022. Uh, but, you know, that's just one, one, one part of what we do. Um, we feel getting legacy IP was the right move for us to move forward. Um, you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of people saying they want to recreate that and Web3 should be, we should restart that and we should build our own IPs. But, you know, most of that stuff is nonsense. Uh, it will take 50, 60 years to even get close to a company like Disney and you probably won't be able to. So um, the smart way for us was to go and do those deals and, you know, keep, keep acquiring, right, so- acquiring IP. So I just asked you to name a couple and you started off with Messi, Muhammad Ali, right? Bruce Lee. I mean, you just went right for the heavy Shaquille O'Neal, just heavy, heavy hitters right out of the gate. Walk us through in traditional IP licensing or, or an acquisition. Uh, there's a lot of negotiating that goes on. And if you want to use somebody's name to put it on, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, shoots him. You want to put his name on a shoe. You want to put his name on a basketball. You want to put his name on a poster. You want to whatever. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on. How do you guys actually approach these uh, IP holders? And what does that negotiation look like? How does a deal come together? And what are the terms usually? Yeah. So before we launched the company, you know, there were there was a strategic research of who do we want to approach, right? And obviously, Bunch of our investors and advisors are licensors who own those licenses, right? Like ABG, for example, great company, the third biggest licensor in the world. Uh, they own Elvis Presley, Marilyn Monroe. So they're big investors in our company, advisors as well. So we have a deal there, obviously, a long-term deal to be able to monetize the licenses in, in, in Web3, in NFTs, wearables, because NFTs is the first stage. Um, we're aiming to create wearables for the metaverse, our own metaverse and our partners' met- metaverse. You know, we just struck a deal with Sandbox, which I love. Great guy, Sebastian and Arthur there. And um, obviously gaming. Gaming is a huge, huge, huge uh, play for us. Um, our first game is coming out 2023. Uh, we already started working on it. But the whole point was get those licenses through partners like ABG or or. or, or Message management or, 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 or another or ISL's agent that have about 180 players, right? And, and take it from there and, and monetize it. Talk to me about Mr. Beast. So you said that you guys are going to do some stuff with him. How do you think about somebody who I look at athletes are really interesting, but Mr. Beast was born on the internet. He was bred on the internet. He's an internet, you know, uh, kind of lovable person, massive audience. How do you think about t- partnering with somebody like that? And what would you guys do with NFTs and Mr. Beast? Yeah, so uh, the creative part is amazing. I, I saw actually the art a few days ago. Uh, so Mr. Beast is a guy that's, like you said, was born in the, on the internet. And 
I'm very excited for this drop because he's giving away all the money to charity. He's one of the few people that actually do that. You know, a lot, a lot of people are interested in Web3 and NFTs. All of them are, are, are financially incentivized to do that, right? But Mr. Beast is different. Uh, he doesn't really care about making money out of it. So he's donating all the funds to uh, Team Seas, the campaign he started um, to remove trash from the ocean. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I'm pretty sure you have. Um, but yeah, um, we're creating digital characters and wearables for Mr. Be- for Mr. Beast. You can use those wearables in the metaverse and um, buy his NFTs as collectibles. And yeah, all the proceeds will go to the Team Seas campaign. And so when you think about something like that, how much of this is just uh, you're able to buy Mr. Beast uh, NFTs and you kind of just hold them versus it'll actually unlock experiences or or have there be some sort of connection with the creative art versus some sort of uh, other value? So, yeah. So we categorize our NFTs um, differently. Some of them are unlocking experiences like you get to Zoom with Mr. Beast or you get to meet him in real life. We did this with Manny Pacquiao the kid who won the one-on-one auction. We flew him to Vegas. He watched the Pacquiao fight with Ugas. He got to meet him. They had a conversation and that and, and was pretty fun for him. Huge boxing boxing fun. And, but you know, some other, some other customers got to get physical items, uh, the Pacquiao gloves from the fight. Um, some, some of them got to Zoom with Manny Pacquiao, right? The same thing um, stands for a lot of other um, talent that we have on board, um, but it doesn't end there the wearables and the metaverse stuff are, are even more fun for me because you get to unlock the money Pacquiao gloves and now you can use them on your avatar on the metaverse. And when I say the metaverse, that doesn't mean only the eternity metaverse because in my opinion, there's not going to be one metaverse. There's going to be thousands of metaverses, right? So interoperability, I'm sorry, intom- how do you say this word in English? Incompatible. In- no, inter, interoperability. Oh, interoperable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, interoperable. It's, it's, it, interoperability is very important because let's say you bought those Pacquiao gloves through Eternity, you should be able to use them on your avatar, on Sandbox, on the Central Land, or whatever metaverse you, 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 you like, right? So that's what something we're really focusing on. And when you start to think about uh, the craziest experience that you guys have worked on so far, obviously flying somebody to go to a Manny Pacquiao fight and watch in the front row uh, or, or watch the uh, fight is pretty cool. Is there anything else that you guys have done where you're just like, dude, this is crazy that we did it, but it was really special for somebody? No, I mean, we've, we've been focusing a lot on the physical, the digital stuff that's coming out with Eternity 2.0. Um, first quarter of 2022 are going to be some crazy, crazy stuff. I'll keep that uh, uh, low key for now, but you'll be one of the first ones to know. But there, there is some crazy stuff in there. Who, who is the IP that you want, but you haven't been able to secure yet? <laughs> oh What's like God. the dream one? You get to pick one. What's the dream one? <laughs> Oh, man, you're killing me right now. Come on, what know. is it? <laughs> we, we, we literally have almost everything we really wanted to get. There is one that we have not been able to get, and that's uh, the Lakers and LeBron James. And that's because I'm in LA, so that's, you know, I'm a huge Lakers, Lakers fan, so they might not be doing that good this year. But but still, I think it's massive, massive license, and that's, that's an IP. That what would you do with want. LeBron's IP for something like this? Like play one-on-one and get dunked on by LeBron? Or like, what would you do? <laughs> or play one versus one on a digital match. I mean, he already did space jump. You saw that, right? So yeah. there is no limits, right? So maybe your own avatar can play on a one-on-one match with LeBron on the metaverse. So stuff like that are, are very interesting to us, right? And by owning this specific thing, it unlocks this experience and you end up playing with him in a digital environment, right? So those are some stuff we're working on. Uh, even with soccer, 
um, or some other fun stuff. Like we're creating the messy pack, which is literally a jetpack with a number 10 in the back. And you can fly around the metaverse with Messi's jetpack. It doesn't make any sense because Messi is a soccer player, but that's that's the metaverse for us. There's no limits, right? You can you can let your imagination. Dude, I want a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, John, what questions you guys got? Nick, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, so my question would just be around the conversations with these athletes or, or their managers and whatnot. When you go to talk to them about licensing their IP for stuff in the metaverse, for NFTs, these kind of things, do they understand uh, exactly what's going on? Like, what are those conversations like? Well, that's a great question. So a year ago, if you'd ask me, I'd tell you they don't understand a single thing. Uh, I've Zoomed with probably every single agent that's out there from film, entertainment, and, and sports. In the start, there were they were like, what the hell this crazy guy is talking about? So they, it was very easy for us to get those IPs. Now, a lot of companies have, have been actually building divisions with experience in Web3 and NFTs and, and blockchain. That, and they're kind of getting more sophisticated and there's more competition now out there. But now, yes, a lot of these agents are, are, are starting to understand what's happening and, and, and you know, props to them. And I think it's a good step forward for the space. And uh, yeah, there's more understanding right now, but there's a huge, huge difference if I compare to co compare the conversations to a year ago to today. John, what question you got? Nick, thank you for joining us. I have a question. What part of this space has the most opportunity? Is it the athletes? Is it the digital creators that are already on the internet? Like what is the space that has the most opportunity here? Great question. I think both. I think it's harder to, to, to create something um, to, to, to build something new, right? I think the uh, sports and, and, and teams and brands have been around for, for 100 years and, you know, collectibles have been around for hundreds of years, right? 150 years. Uh, so it's not, you're not really reinventing the wheel. You're just taking something that's working and you're just making it digital, right? So a Manchester United or a Manchester City collectible or, or, or a Miami Heat collectible or a Lakers collectible, it's always going to be a collectible, right? You see the baseball cards that have been selling for millions of dollars these days, the physical ones, right? I think the, the, the this same future lays for NFTs, all the collectibles that's been creating today. In 50 years from now, there's, there's going to be a similar value to sports collectibles, right? The physical sports collectibles. But yeah, we don't know yet um, like how a Mr. Beast collectible will, will run for the next 30 or 50 years, right? Because that's something brand new. But, you know, data show that collectibles uh, of teams uh, always hold their value and they usually go up. No financial advice, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> I think sports and teams are, 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 are a safer play. And then for the experiences with the actual individuals, how does that work on a resale basis? So if I have the NFT and I get the experience, say, with LeBron or Mr. Beast or any of these athletes or um, – I would say popular individuals and I sell it to someone else. Do they get the experience again? No, they do, not in everything. For example, we're building a, we're building, so Eternal Labs, which is our, our studio that we built Eternity, right? We're building another company called Funnable that's going to creating, so, to create social, social and fun tokens. And our goal is to create fun tokens for the same licenses we own. For example, imagine the messy token, right? The messy token will give you will trade like a normal ERC twenty token and will give you access to yearly experiences. Like and, and how those deals look like are the token holders will get to participate in a couple of experience and experiences, right? So yearly there's going to be new and new experiences with with Messi or other players or other 
celebrities and, and creators, and you get to actually participate. Uh, but from the NFT side, not all the NFTs unlocking real-world experiences. Some of them are just one-off experiences. Some of them are yearly experiences for the next for the next ten years or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 it depends. Okay, got it. And so when I start to think about. Uh, this whole idea, is there ever a world where like, let's say you got, let, let's use the Lakers as an example. You not only would create uh, the individual NFTs or, or kind of uh, collectibles, but you also would try to create the true virtual world. And, like you would create like Laker nation or something like that. And uh, people could come in and, and use it. Or is this specifically IP that is only around the collectibles? Uh, that's correct. We are aiming to create uh, metaverses and digital museums or digital hanging out rooms for, for most of our licenses. Uh, a lot of them don't want to do that yet. They just want to wait and see how it plays out. But some of them are actually uh, very forward thinking and they, they think it's a good idea. And we already built something for the heavy metal magazine that, that goes out uh, the next, uh, the, the, I think, January. And, and yeah, uh, uh, most of them are interested in digital environments and, and metaverses. So yes, we're, we're, we're building a couple now. When you think about uh, companies, one of the things I haven't seen, right? So we're talking about IP. We've talked about athletes, musicians, uh, kind of celebrities, right? People who already have some sort of intellectual property. Is there a world where like Facebook could just sell like a Facebook NFT or like, I don't know, maybe Tesla. Tesla's got like a huge community, right? Could like Tesla just sell like Tesla NFTs? Do you think they would do well? I mean, Tesla, anything they sell, it, it will sell out, as you know. Right? They sold, they made it a kill and it sold out. So whatever Elon tweets sells out. So they, I think it's a special case. I don't think if Mark Zuckerberg would tweet, go buy my tequila, anyone will buy it. Uh, but if Elon does it, I think it, people will. So it, it depends. Some brands have the ability to um, to have massive communities that supports them. Some others don't. So I don't. I, I I'm not sure about Facebook. I think Tesla. Yes. Um, yeah. Not every brand can do that. I think a lot of like Rayban, for example, right? That's an IP where work where almost there to, 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 to acquire. Uh, Rocco, the CEO of Oliver's People, is a very cl- close friend of mine. So we want to get the Ray-Ban IP and build sunglasses for the, all the metaverses. Um, companies like that, I think, have a better chance of actually selling NFTs than Facebook, like a social network. Yeah. And then how do you think about brands like Supreme is probably the, the uh, one that I would jump to, like a kind of a streetwear brand uh, type thing. I, I If I remember correctly, Supreme has done partnerships with uh, various like video game makers or maybe even Twitch or, or whatever. How do you think about them playing in this space? I mean, huge. I mean, uh, Supreme, when their, their category is wearables, right? If, if everything goes as planned and the metaverses will be a huge part of our life and they will, we are already in the metaverse anyways. Um, who doesn't want to wear a Supreme t-shirt on the metaverse, on their metaverse character, right? So Supreme, I think it's going to be one of the big winners on, on, on the metaverse. Got it. And then how do you think about different geographies, right? So like in the United States, it seems like people love this stuff. Uh, are you seeing the same type of interest all across the world? Or are there certain regions where you're like, oh, we see tons of interest here, but maybe not in other places? You'll you'll be surprised. I mean, our data, at least on Eternity, I mean, 65% of all sales are coming from Europe and Asia, not the United States. And really? United States is 30%, I think, right now. Yeah. Um, I think the U.S., what can happen in the U.S. is a lot of things are unclear with regulation. I mean, I saw Tommy Bellew was talking about DeFi and, and, and DAOs earlier, and, and I, I, I tend to agree with that. You don't know what's going to happen here. And um, it seems, I mean, it, it seems that the government will embrace crypto, and I really hope so. But you never know. 
the SEC wakes up one day and says, DAOs are dead, this is dead. So you don't know. We're literally focusing mostly into um, expanding in Europe and Asia for now. One of the things that I think will be really fascinating, is there a world where you could create some sort of collectible or unlockable that would allow someone to play in a game? Like, oh, yeah. Like, let's say the New York Knicks. I mean, they're they're so trash at this point. And, you know, I love the Knicks, but uh, John just gave my brother just gave me like, hey, man, chill out with the Knicks talk. <laughs> Where like literally you could sub John in. If you hold the NFT, you get like two minutes of uh, game time. John could go in and play point guard for him. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Depends how much money that can generate. I mean, maybe John will be better on the game. So maybe. <laughs> I mean, Every, everything is doable. Like I had a conversation the other day with a director that he wants to sell an NFT and the NFT will unlock a role in the movie, right? Obviously not a big role, a smaller role, but you know, you never know. People now can buy their way into anything. So I, I'm pretty sure we'll see some crazy stuff like that. Quavo's definitely dropping a quarter of a million dollars to get two minutes of runtime in an NBA game, right? <laughs> like, like J Cole may be dropping cash to go ahead and buy and buy some time on the floor, right? If you th- yeah. if you kind of just go through it, and I mean Drake, how much is Drake playing to jump in a game real quick against LeBron, right? <laughs> John, am I wrong? You are correct. Drake Drake might pay two million dollars to get two minutes of uh, uh, time on the floor in like a playoff game, hit a three, and so then he can put in his next song <laughs> that he hit a playoff three. What have you done lately? I think there's people that would pay a lot more than two million. Of course, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Of people. <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about. Forget collecting these things, whatever. Like, I, show me what I can do in terms of getting go play in a game, stuff like that. The other thing that I think would be fascinating is I'm shocked that no sports team owner hasn't said we're going to auction something off and call it like the owner's NFT. And you get once a year to go sit in the owner's box with the owner and sit next to them and watch a game. How much does yeah. somebody pay for that? True. A lot. I guess the owners doesn't really need it, but, but yeah, a lot of people Listen, will pay a lot of money for it. It don't matter how rich you are. Those guys always want more money. Right. Yeah. Somebody says, I'll give you $5 million. They say, okay, what do I got to do? I got to sit here for the game. I was already going to watch. And you're going to sit next to me. You're going to be annoying. No. Okay. Come into the box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what other ideas you guys got in terms of things people sitting with do? Jerry Jones at 18. Yeah, imagine if you were sitting with Jerry. Jo- I would love to buy something. Way, sit next to Jerry so Jones. Know, for the yeah. Cowboys Giants game and just talk shit the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we've been talking to the Cowboys a lot because we did the Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott drop, and they are the most educated in NFTs compared to any other NFL team. Yeah. At, well, at, at what makes point. what so, makes you say that? Because we've been talking to them a lot, and yeah. we did already two drops with them, uh, and they're very, very into the space, and they're looking into the space very, very. So when you do it with Dak Prescott and, and Zeke and these guys, do you have to you have to work with the team on it also? Um, if you use their logo, yes. Okay. But you know, as you know, the NFL has banned NFTs, and they're not. I mean, it started free, and we could do whatever we wanted. At them, at this point right now, the NFL hasn't decided. With what they want to do yet, they did a deal with with Dapper Labs for videos, but you know, who cares about those videos? Uh, but to create actually collectibles or trading cards, they don't know what they want to do yet. Gotcha. Yeah. The other question that I have is Dak Prescott. I think you told me this before. The NFT you guys did with him it changes based on his performance. Yeah. So it, yeah, explain yeah. how this works. I forgot completely to talk about that. Yeah. Story. See, I didn't forget. You see, you see yeah, how good I am at great. my job. Yeah. yeah I got a good yeah, memory so- right here. 
So, you know, so Eternal Labs is a technology company, right? So we, we, we want to do groundbreaking stuff. So what we did with IRC NFTs is um, we create an NFT and, depend, and the whole thing is, is it, it, it changes, depends on performance, right? So the QBR rating changes, the NFT will change. So we have three types of NFTs. It starts like from a normal NFT. And if Doug has a great game, the NFT lit, lit up on fire. If he has a bad game, the NFT turns to a completely cold NFT, like fully icy and stuff. You can find all that on, on our website. So we did the same thing with Luis Suarez of Atletico Madrid, and we're doing the same thing with Messi and hundreds of other soccer players and teams. Uh, but I think it's pretty fun because, you know, it kind of, it's kind of a competition with yourself. If the things you buy are actually performing good and you can see your whole collection on fire or your whole collection on, on frozen solid, right? So I think it's a cool, cool uh, little feature that, get collectors to, 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 to participate. Yeah. It, it, the, the whole idea of it changing is, uh, is pretty crazy, right? Where yeah. you literally can go ahead and do it. The, uh, yeah. we're using chain link, uh, the chain link, uh, the chain link identify, identifies the data, um, in the blockchain and, mm-hmm. and, and gets all the performance and it changes automatically. Yeah. The, the, uh, the other piece, uh, is that if the giants had one, we'd be in the, uh, we, we'd be so far down. You wouldn't even know it'd be like black. It just, the NFT would just turn black. <laughs> we got to pick it up, fellas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Some, something else, something else I want to talk about that we've been working on a lot is we've built a lot of DeFi applications on, on, on Eternity, um, NFT staking, NFT lending, NFT renting. You can now rent the crypto punk, right? You can have him for a week. On, on a custodial contract. The reason we have not released those things yet is we're waiting to see regulations and what will happen then. You know, like I said, we don't want to make, uh, we want to publish any products that will endanger the whole operation. And um, something that I can say here is we're almost done with a $20 million raise for Eternal Labs from multiple in- investors. Um, some very good names that will help us take Eternity to the next level. Uh, but like I said, uh, the regulation part on DeFi is something that's kind of a little worrying, but but we'll see. But I'm very very interesting in, interested in DeFi myself. So we've built all these instruments that you can go and 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 peer to peer rent an NFT or, or 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 lend money to somebody, and he gives you his NFT as collateral. And that's not only for Eternity NFTs. You can do it with a CryptoPunk, or you can do it with an Ape, or or or, or anything. What kind of yield do you expect to people to be seeing on these things? Depends. I mean, it's from from thirty percent to to forty percent. Depends. It's gonna be peer to peer, so there's going to be a mutually agreed yield between the two yep. parties. Gotcha. That's that's pretty good, though. <laughs> the yeah. uh, the the entire thing is uh, um, is nuts. How quickly this is all moving. Last question I got for you: What's the craziest experience you've had in this entire journey? You've met a lot of people. You've done a lot of crazy shit. What's the craziest thing so far? Damn, man. <sighs> That story right there, the one you just thought of that you don't want to say, tell uh, me that story. There's, there's things I can't really say, but uh, I can tell you a funny, funny story that's not very, very funny. But we, when we were in Vegas with Shaquille O'Neal filming his commercial, <laughs> filming his commercial with Justin Muller, great, great drop. I've never met a funniest person than Shaquille O'Neal. I, I've met him for the first time in person in Vegas. This guy could be a Hollywood superstar if you wanted to. He's the funniest man alive. Like, I could not believe how nice and funny he is. Uh, it's not that crazy of a story, but I was really, really surprised to, to actually meet somebody who is that freaking funny. I don't know how this guy is not a comedian or, or, or not an actor yet. 
Because he, he's getting paid, what, like $8 million to go bullshit about basketball on like once a week on yeah. Thursdays. <laughs> he, is he is incredibly nice. And he also is hilarious. Even on the uh, TV broadcast and stuff, he is very, very funny, right? Yeah, yeah. By the way, one of the artists wanted one of the NFTs uh, strategy was let's create an NFT loop of suck of suck throwing a, um, a free throw and endless, endlessly missing it on a constant loop. <laughs> and I was like, will suck be offended if we do that? And <laughs> no. I told him about it and he said, fuck yeah, this is funny. So I was like, so we'll probably do that on the next drop. <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. That's funny. Great. You got to be able to make fun of yourself, right? Where can we send yeah. people to find you on the internet so that if they want to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so I'm, I am Nick Rose on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, the company's uh, website, Eternity.io, you guys can find all information there about what we do with NFTs and Eternalabs.io will be when you'll find about all of our products uh, pretty pretty soon, probably January. All right, so Eternity.io and then also uh, the I am Nick Rose on, on social media. Correct. Awesome, my friend. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this. This is uh, super fun. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank Nick. you for having me, and we'll we'll talk offline, Pom. Have a good one. All right, sounds good. Bye, boys.